cast these pods straight into our jaws. John. Hello and welcome to the John's Cast. I'm Zachary. I'm Benjamin, and this is the John's Cast. Yep. That's clumsy intro. (laughs) That's the cast that this is. This is the John's Cast, the number one podcast about Johns. I. It's definitely my favorite podcast that's about Johns, and maybe my favorite podcast. Honestly, it's really. It's a great podcast, if you haven't noticed already. Guys, if you haven't been listening to the John's cast, I can't recommend it enough. I mean, you may have only accidentally clicked on this podcast while trying to click on a different one, but hey, I, I it's got our, our thumbs way up. Yeah, and, and let me tell you, if you weren't turned off by the horrible static in our introduction, I think you're going to enjoy your time here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who knows what you're expecting. It's probably not that. Uh, but if you're a regular listener, uh, like Jerome or Joseph or Rick, or, uh, or Rick uh-huh. yeah, uh, then then you know what to expect. And you're already chomping at the bit mm-hmm. uh, for, for our first segment, which is called John's News. So uh, why don't we look at some John's News? I wonder what uh, horrible windows they've put in uh, jeans this time. <laughs> you know, surprisingly enough, I think we've even outdone windows this time. This is from, uh, I don't know how you actually pronounce this. Ellie? El? Ella? I'm going to say Spanish, Ella. In Spanish, it would be AA.com. <laughs> uh in yeah. Spanish, no one can hear you scream. That's that's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> that's the tagline for that popular Spanish horror movie. That insert a funny joke here in post about a, <laughs> about, a about a funny uh, Spanish horror movie. El, uh, el Space Odyssey, Dos Mil y Uno. <laughs> el Space Odiseo, or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Uh, all right, so uh, the headline of this uh, John's News is Siwa Rihanna's $4,000 Manolo Blahnik. Is it Blahnik? I don't I'm going to say Blahnik because okay. that sounds fancier. Okay. Boot pants look like on the streets of New York. And uh, these are something for sure. <laughs> so... The question this headline begins with is, boots so high they might as well be pants. Are they boot pants? Are they pant boots? And so that's, I mean, we, you know, we don't read, so it says they're $4,000. You can pick them up from a Manolo Blahnik. Um, so let's, uh, first of all, I think it's a bold decision to go with tiny, tiny short shorts to match that are denim themselves, but of a very different color uh, with these boots. Uh, so I guess I guess uh, we should describe what you're seeing here. Yeah, so so I think, imagine... Yeah, I think the way to do this is to take a journey from the top to the bottom. <laughs> okay. Okay, because I was going to try to take a journey from the bottom to the top so that it would have a surprise uh, in there. 
But I think you're right. For clarity's sake, we probably we probably want to go top to bottom. So the least surprising part of this picture is Rihanna's head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which is she's she's looking pretty like Rihanna uh-huh. does. Yeah, and uh, following that is a jacket and an oversized T-shirt, which is good. And then uh-huh. some. Uh, some... Oh, Princess Diana, weirdly. Yeah. Uh, lots of jewelry on the way, but we're kind of skipping over that. Yeah, and then, uh, then we encounter a pair of, like, old kind of raggedy Daisy Dukes that uh-huh. that are, I don't really like the the color of that. Those, I think they're too pale. No, yeah. I agree. They're too faded. Yeah. They, they are, they're even, they're about as faded as Joseph's antique jeans. <laughs> He, or the, the guy who's allegedly referred to as Joseph, uh, <laughs> that we had on as a guest last week allegedly. in the last great episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, okay. In the last allegedly great episode of <laughs> All right. this podcast. All right, so you get past the Dukes and then Rihanna's thighs, which are, you know, oh, thighs. But only like a inch or two of them. Yeah. And then, hold on, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> we see some... Like, uh, arabesque design, like a strip of that. And then. Yeah. Are those. Sort of like yeah. paisley, maybe? Yeah, paisley? Like a paisley print. But I think it's like gold foil. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And paisley. And then, wait, are those jeans? <laughs> On top of. So, my first reaction was they look like chaps. Almost. Mm-hmm. Like she's wearing denim. So it's that gold foil on denim. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like nice denim. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying these look nice. I'm saying these look confusing as hell. <laughs> uh, they do appear to be made out of denim. So Probably. they're... Wait, wait, yeah. and then we're not quite done yet. So as you follow this confusing sudden appearance of jeans down <laughs> to the shoe, you find sort of a high-heeled shoe... It's like a high-heeled cowboy boot, yeah. I'd say. Emerging, emerging from the denim uh, <laughs> and also still covered with denim. So that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Maybe just entirely made out of denim. Maybe. Uh, so, like, it, it does look like, you know, just like some high-heeled sort of boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, then high-heeled denim boots, which would be fucking weird. On its own. Yeah. But, like, it just doesn't stop going up. Like, it just goes all... It's like, it goes up, in fact, so far that, that like, edges of it go up above the Daisy Dukes while they dip down for, you know, like, a little bit of Rihanna thigh there. <laughs> these these boots are so high, they come up to her waist. I bet they're, yeah. I bet they're super awkward to walk in. Like you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't do. I can't these imagine things. these. Yeah, no. Well, actually, you probably could, because I don't think they would impair your movement much. And do you have to use your knees in yoga? I can't remember. I think if, so. If you have to use your knees, I don't. I don't know if you. It will be good, but if you don't, like, I bet your your thighs, like your hip joints, are probably very mobile. Hmm. I don't know, man. I think. I think there's definitely some knee in yoga. There's knee in yoga? Mm-hmm. Um, so. I thought it was about, like, 
your legs being totally straight and trying to move around and do things while never moving your knees. <laughs> I thought that was the object of yoga. No, I, I think that's river dance, Ben. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so here's the question. Zach, are you yeah. eating on the podcast? No. <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> Zach, we can't have you eating on the podcast. <laughs> that's like one of those things that like this will no longer be an awesome podcast it's a podcast where sometimes someone is eating on it it's so delicious I'll mix it first I'm sorry <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> like do we need to take a munch break or no, uh, do we I'm... need to stop eating Cause I, <laughs> don't make me turn really this tr- podcast around <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to turn this pod. Like I, I'm not comfortable with having eating in the podcast. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm done. Okay, it's too. That's too far of a quality drop. Uh, I mean, I can crunk, crunch some chips here. That's always good too, right? I thought I'd get away with it. <laughs> oh, no, dude, you can definitely tell. <laughs> okay, so uh, back to the back to the issue at hand. <laughs> yes, the boots, these in, these insane boots. So I think the the big question is, which is almost always the big question in John's news, is are these Johns? <laughs> like, like when it comes down to it. Are these Johns? Or put another way, do Johns need to have a crotch? <laughs> so is this a case of just the worst crotch blowout of all all time? Yeah, well... Because crotch blowouts are the bane of maybe even most Johns that, you know, like, that's what really ends them. <laughs> but, it, but, the, but what Rihanna dares to ask, Ben, is, is that really the end? Or is that merely the beginning? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you just so, put a strip of gold leaf paisley on it, and you're good to go. <laughs> well, or so are the Daisy Dukes just part of these jobs that where it got ripped? Like they got ripped and then washed about fifty times <laughs> without the other part. Yeah, I thought maybe you know just gets a lot more wear up there in the. <laughs> In the in the crotch area, oh, I see, uh, gotcha. and that's why it blew out yeah. is <laughs> because it was. So, are you interpreting these as a single article of clothing <laughs> for boots on top of a separate <coughs> pair? Yeah, and then following from that, are these boots Johns? There's so many questions. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. So I think these are boots. These are not Johns. These are weird denim boots. Okay. Uh, they look less bad. Like, this outfit looks a lot less bad than many we've had recently it, it, on the Johns cast. It, it at least doesn't have a window in it. I mean... It's, yeah, well, it kind of has a thigh window in yeah, it. But at least it's not covered with plastic for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, wonder... If, so do you think... When it rains, doesn't she wish it did? <laughs> like, 
Oh, oh man, these would be uglier if they just had like a total, a totally clear window just like in front of all of the Daisy Dukes to just like make these into Johns. <laughs> they would have to have like a clear plastic window. Okay, that's my final assessment. And these are boots because they are not connected and don't have the full John structure. But if they had a clear plastic window in all the missing parts, that you could then make them into Johns that just had your shoes inside of them for some reason. <laughs> Convenience. I don't want to put my Johns and my shoes on. I just want to, have to get it all over with at once. <laughs> oh man, this would be the next. So you have all it. Uh, so it'll be stylish. What was so? Just what was Manolo Blahnik, uh thinking when they didn't put that window in there? The windows all the rage this year. Plus, they could officially be Johns, and it would have the weird crotch window where only your crotch and butt had like <laughs> the window on it um, <laughs> to show off your briefs uh, or whatever other type of underwear you wanted. But it's kind of like uh, maybe it's like boxer brief, like shaped and sized hole there. Yeah. So yeah, you could you could show off your heart pattern. You're cool. Or uh, or you could show off your denim underwear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, of course, you have. Of course. Right. Yes. And you, of course, only wash once every six months. <laughs> <laughs> and wear them every day to get the face. <laughs> Do you want to get the... You want to get those good butt fades? <laughs> yeah. So that you just start oh, along the butt. Cheek, cheek fades? <laughs> Well, all right. So speaking of cheek fades, mm. uh, uh, today we played play. We play played. We play. I, I thought we pray prayed. Oh, we pray prayed. Yeah, play play is some sort of. I don't even know what that is. It sounds oh. fun though. Oh. <laughs> like play nested, mm. you know. Oh. Like it's like what Exhibit would do to your Xbox when he like tricks it out. So that it can have an Xbox in it. <laughs> Your Xbox has an Xbox in it and a big, a little big screen TV, a little tiny big screen TV. <laughs> yeah, the little, the little big screen TV. Yeah. Uh, close friend of the uh, small giant spider, <laughs> um, <laughs> frequently seen at lower levels in a role playing game. <laughs> uh, it's a good joke. Ben, does Prey have any small giant spiders in it? Um, if you count mimics as giant spiders, which they're kind of spidery looking, they are. You would, would, would you agree? And they move around in a very like unsettling, skittering sort of sideways crab walk often way very quickly, uh-huh. and like will jump around and do sort of scary movements like a spider might. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I would say that. But sometimes. I would also describe them as gigantic for a spider, but really small for a giant spider. So I think they're exactly a small giant spider. <laughs> wow, that's so innovative. And uh, there's so so uh, we should tell them. I, I I do pray we we tell them what pray is. Uh, pray tell. It's pray, a pray tell uh, what is pray, Benjamin. Uh, so if you didn't. 
listening audience, I, I know Zach knows, uh, somehow didn't already notice, uh, I am addled today. Uh, because I had too much fun last night, and that fun continued until like 7 a.m. So, like, uh. Fun is, or Ben, Don. Ben is, uh, he's bullet addled, he's sleep addled, he's probably all kinds of addled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty hungover, is how I would describe it. Uh,. And didn't sleep very much because I stayed up past 7 a.m. on a weekday, uh, which was a bad decision. I hope you at least had fun. I did okay. last night. I had I had more than a half bottle of whiskey of fun? per person. Oh. Fun, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. With uh, yeah, some some beers sprinkled on around it, and I saw a, a sort of related movie to the game. That we're ostensibly talking about, uh, and that was uh, Alien Covenant. Oh, nice! How was it? Uh, it was shockingly not that bad. It's kind of a slow burn. I felt like the ending paid off pretty well. Um, cool. Did you like Baby Groot? Uh, was Rocket Raccoon yes. funny? Okay, cool. Well, Rocket's performance I felt was a little weak. Oh. Um, I hardly even remember there being a raccoon. <laughs> like maybe he died early on or something. Well, I don't well, know. well, you know, he's he's short. It's just raccoon sized. He's easy to miss. Yeah, there's there's wheat. Uh, there's the xenomorphs. Okay. Uh, there's baby xenomorphs, which are pretty cute. Aww. Honestly, they got little little tiny arms. They're kind of very pragmatisty. That's cute. And they're like albino, apparently. So that's kind of cool when they're huh. little. They get their pigment when they're older. When they're when they're older, they turn black and they get like kind of mean. Yeah. Um, and they get kind of big. Huh. I bet they cost a lot to feed. Huh. Drooly, lots of <laughs> drool in this one. You know, people people get them when they're babies and they're cute. And then they get all old and drooly, and then you let them go in the lake, and that's how we get our alien problem. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of the summary of this movie, honestly. Oh, is it? Uh, it's like sometimes you get an alien, and, and it, like, pops out of your chest, and you're like, aww. <laughs> and then <laughs> and he's like, and And then you feed him after midnight, and he gets big and kills your whole family. <laughs> And then he moves into the lake. <laughs> so, and then he becomes a coffee cup. Yes. Uh, so the xenomorphs in Prey are called mimics, mm-hmm. and they're like they kind of honestly like so the little spidery looking ones we talked about, but like all of them are there's different kinds. There's like the big one that shoots yellow orbs out of its head, and uh, there's like the big ones that are on fire. And they shoot the fire pillar that instantly kills you um, if you're me mm-hmm. uh, under your feet. Mm-hmm. I really hate that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're all made out of like kind of like a weird black oozy tendrily tendrils. Let's say we'll say black tendrily things. Okay. Sort of reminds me of which Resident Evil game was it? The one we played that had the like tendrily. People sometimes, and you would oh, just like burn them. 
Yeah, we had a miserable time fighting that one tendrily man. Oh, yeah. The Udu Boodoo. That's uh-huh. right. <laughs> How could I almost forget the Udu Boodoo? <laughs> yeah. So the Udu, the Udu is our in-house pronunciation slash joke of Ouroboros. <laughs> uh, I, I won't go on at length to explain how that came to be. I, I'm i pretty sure it was the Resident Evil card game. It was also when we were shouting Jack Boo Krauser so many times that uh, Ian got mad, picked up the game, and left, and it was his game. Which was pretty funny, but also sad, because then we didn't get to finish it. Good times, those. Yeah, yeah, I think the Udu Boodoo make came from that as well. Okay. Um, so you you fight your Udu Boodoos, and your yeah, and so yeah. And some of them are some of them are small and the small large spiders, and those can be like any garbage object in the game, and they just like like the coffee cup is like the classic one, and just like oh this coffee cup is on the ground, but you're in like a pretty destroyed environment. And so, like, that doesn't seem weird. And then it just, like, you turn around and do stuff and you hear, like, a weird sound. How do you look? And, like, you probably don't notice that the coffee cup is, like, a, rolled a few feet closer to you. And then you go back to your business and then it turns into the tendril guy and you're dead. And that's, you got prayed, you became the prey. <laughs> and that's what it says when you die. You have become prey. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was true. Oh. So, uh, Tr- Prey is a computer game. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know if it's on... It has kind of weird menus, so my guess is it's like a PlayStation 4 game also. Oh, yeah, probably. it's definitely like... I think it's a it's a big AAA like, console first-person game. It's like old-school and hardcore sort of like a system shock is what it's supposed to be. Is a system shock, and it's uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, that's and has. Oh, that's what I was going to say. As somebody who's never played System Shock Two, this game sure is evocative of System Shock Two. I would say, as somebody who has played System Shock Two, that it is very evocative of System Shock Two, like to the point of almost kind of like channeling it. Gotcha. Like, if you, you're, you're a guy who's like, man, I really liked System Shock 1 and 2, and I thought Bioshock was a baby game. <laughs> well, Prey is the game for you. <laughs> so you're like a, a amnesia spaceman living in a, like a, a weird, weird situation that I'm not gonna spoil because it's pretty interesting. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the plot thus far, so I, I'm not super far into it. I spend most of my time dying and reloading. Mm-hmm. This game is also super fucking hard. Uh, but, um, so I'm not that far into it. Uh, but, uh, it's a, it's a real pretty, it's, it's a pretty spooky game with a pretty cool story, I would say, thus far, about you trying to figure out, like, the extremely weird situation you were in when you're sort of, along with the monsters, basically just alone on this giant space station and trying to figure out why everybody's dead and how to leave. Uh, so I guess in that way, it's a little bit like Moon, 
the movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a real good movie, and uh, you should watch it I, if you haven't. I still really want to. Oh, you you didn't see it? No, I haven't. Oh, because uh, we we you were probably uh, you were probably doing like uh, church stuff or something, but uh, we watched it at at college one time in the room because it was on it was one of the early Netflix streaming movies when that was like really limited. Uh, yeah, sorry, Zach, you you missed this thing like six years ago, seven years ago. Man, now I'll never. Be able to watch Moon. I'll be able to watch Moon. I don't think it's that hard. Yeah. No, I bet it's still on Netflix streaming. Um, (laughs) And if it isn't, I bet you can purchase it on Amazon, like Instant Movie, for like $2, Mm -hmm. $3, however much this costs. (laughs) So that's cool. Um, Um, Yeah, so it's a first-person game. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really expensive, or I may have accidentally bought the deluxe edition or something that made it like sixty or sixty-five dollars. It's kind of impulse buy for me, uh, and it has almost nothing to do with the original two prey games. Maybe your guy is a Native American still. That would be cool. Um, you, you don't really see him, and he doesn't seem to say anything. To be sort of because it's first person, you don't really see him, and it's like a silent protagonist. I know you can be male or female at the beginning. Um, you pick one, but you don't really see your guy, so I think they like. I don't know if that makes like any difference at all, even to your. I guess uh, like we saw that video of yourself, he would have looked like a different dude. Uh, <laughs> he would have looked like a lady dude. <laughs> a lady dude, presumably. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, it's sort of an exploration-heavy, little bit like a uh, little bit like a uh, Deus Ex or something. Uh, First-person horror game. It's a System Shock Three, is what it is. Like, is is it by any of the like System Shock Two people, or is it just sort of aiming for the same thing? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. I keep thinking we're <laughs> retronauts. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. no, we're not. <laughs> we, I don't know any. We're we know about Johns, Zach. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, so I think we're almost to the break, but I'll ask you this one very important question: Do you like prey? I like the prey, or does prey like me? So you're. <laughs> well, I guess they. I guess both of them. Let's let's answer them one at a time. Okay, I like prey. Uh-huh. I don't like being prey. Uh-huh. But I don't think the game prey likes me because it's really hard. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Very good. Uh. And for our break noise, let's be a guy getting eaten. <laughs> Hello. That was a good sound. Yeah, it was really good. Hello and welcome back to the John's cast. We've had a content emergency. (laughs) So we're filling it in. 
And, uh, With a hit new segment that we're about to try out. Mm-hmm. And we're calling it John's, John's Quest. Quest. John's Quest is a game where we... <laughs> Let me step back a second. Last week, we tried ripping off one of my favorite podcasts, Overthinking It. And it didn't work so well, but we'll probably... No, it worked great. <laughs> it worked great. Underthinking It is amazing. <laughs> it was a big hit. And we'll probably do it again. So... uh so carrying on with that uh, wonderful idea, we're ripping off my other favorite podcast, The Adventure Zone, and uh, The Adventure Zone. <laughs> and uh, and on John's Quest, we're going to play a game like Dungeons and Dragons, but much much easier. It's called Zerds <laughs> for Zachary's <laughs> for Zachary's extremely reductive dice system. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, uh, just so the audience is aware, I, this is a very new idea to me. Um, so as well, like I've heard like about exactly as much as about it as you, the listener have at this point. Plus I have at least temporary brain damage, um, which also ought to help with the Zerds. So perfect. Uh, Zerds is great for, great for brain damage. Doctor prescribed, trust me. Um, yeah, so uh, so in order to play Zerds, you roll a six-sided die, and if you get a six, you do great, and otherwise you don't do so good. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> if uh, uh, Do I need like, a character sheet? Or anything? Uh, no, I found a way around that. You're just going to be a god, so you can just sort of make stuff up. Okay. All uh, right. Is what is my name also God, or <laughs> should should I have a different name than that? Uh, your name can be uh, whatever you want it. I think I God will be fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll just go with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're the god of a small Semitic tribe that, uh... Uh, uh, so any relation this may have to reality or history is entirely coincidental in Zach's doing. Uh, John's cast is open to... It's pre-Judaic. Nobody practices Benjaminism anymore. We're not offending anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, any similarities are totally incidental, um, and and any viewpoints are exclusively sacks. And uh, the John's cast doesn't necessarily support this game or idea, and uh, we're not even particularly uh, proud of it, really. <laughs> and uh yeah uh and and the john's cast would like to know that people of every gender philosophy sexuality race creed and religion are welcome to listen and download lots of times and subscribe yes yeah, so where, where were we uh so, so i'm a god named god <laughs> Uh, yeah, and do you have a tribe of eight people, and they encounter a bear? What do you do? Uh, I name the people's tribe. You name their tribe? Okay, roll. Yeah. Roll to see how good okay. your naming is. 
A four. Okay, that means it's it's an okay name. It's so so. Okay, so their their name is gonna be the Johnsons. Okay, yeah, that's a pretty good so so name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The bear is approaching one of your tribe members and sniffing sniffily. Uh, can can is this like what tribe member is this? Is this like a good and important tribe member, or is this like a crappy one we'd be better off? Without. Uh, it's Tommy, the littlest tribesman. He's not important, but he's adorable. Uh, he sounds pretty <laughs> cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to try and negotiate with the bear to trade Tommy for the bear. Okay, okay roll. Okay. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> it goes awful. The bear oh, bites that's... Tommy's nose off. Now he's bleeding and get making a big uh, mess. Now he's everywhere. no longer adorable. <laughs> no, now he's now he's just ugly, Tommy. Ug Tom, they call him. Now what do you do? Uh, so the the rest, I'm gonna encourage the rest of the tribe people to sh- to shun ugly Tommy, or to make him into a shaman. Okay, roll for it. A uh, two again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so first they try to shun Tommy, but he doesn't go away, and then they make, <laughs> and then they make him into a shaman. But he's just sort of like a so-so shaman, like he's not good. Also, at, he's not good at casting any cool magic spells or anything. He just sort of sits around and eats the the latest catch. But he doesn't have a nose, so he's not adorable when he does it either. Yeah, that's true. By the way, by the way, the bear is still attacking your people. Well, I mean, is he still just attacking ugly Tommy? Because I don't really care <laughs> that much about that to him anymore. He's finished uh, eating ugly Tommy, and now he's moving on. Wait, wait he started eating ugly Tommy? That didn't come up. <laughs> it happened while you were, well during the rites of shamanhood. <laughs> oh, okay. I want the second worst person in the tribe uh, to try and now make a, the bear their false god. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll for it. Okay. Six. All right. <laughs> Lazy Tim has become a, a devoted bear worshiper. In fact, he's proselytizing. He's, uh, he's handing out pamphlets in the middle of your in the middle of your square around the fire. Uh, and it's, it's going, everybody's like, everybody getting into it since that was such an amazing role. Yeah, he's rare, he's raising a lot of money from foreign interests, uh, and the bear is still attacking. I was going to say, how's the bear taking it? Because I thought uh, our fearsome bear god might like this. Uh, nope, he's he's just a bear. He's not. He does not realize that he has become a bear guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, who is he attacking? Uh, he's attacking the third worst person in your tribe. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I assume Tim is high priest of the false bear religion. Mm-hmm. Who is the third worst guy in the tribe? Okay, uh, the third worst guy is, uh, is stealing Bill. Just can't help. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Just can't help but stealing stuff. 
All right. Since since God favors Steel and Bill, I'm going to and doesn't like the false god. I'm gonna try and feed uh, High Priest Tim to his own fearsome bear god <laughs> to teach him the folly of his ways, but only one arm. Okay. Careful <laughs> for it. I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> You try to feed Tim to the bear, and the bear takes a really good lunge at it, but he misses and actually eats the best person in your tribe. Awesome, oh, George. Fuck. <laughs> Not awesome, George. Oh God. Uh, I'm gonna try that again. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got a four this time. <laughs> All right. The bear eats both of his arms. No, I'm fine with that. But the bear so, has gotten satiated, and now he's taking a nap okay, next to your campsite. Okay, okay good. So uh, I'm gonna. I feel like I need to take some notes so I remember what's happening. So awesome, George, dead mm-hmm. bear, steel and bill safe <laughs> <laughs> and favored. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, ugly. So is did did oh so ugly. Ugly Tommy, he was eaten all the way, right? Yep, he's gone. Uh, eaten, missing nose, dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then you got Tim there. Yeah. Uh, no arms. And high priest, high priest Tim. <laughs> he's got no arms. All right. Uh. Dislike. <laughs> no right. arms. Okay. And so there's there's how many uh keep so we know two surviving people and there's four unknown people in the tribe, uh-huh. right? Because there was eight to start with. Yep. Okay. Uh are they all males? Uh let's assume so. Your tribe has, okay. that's a big issue that your tribe has. We, yeah. That that's, would be like a major campaign arc. Okay, so, um, I want high, I'm gonna make high priest Tim as the other part of his penance. Okay. Uh, build a cage to put the bear in with whatever sort of lying around, uh, even though he doesn't have arms and has to use his mouth. Okay. No one's allowed to help him. Okay. All right, go ahead and roll for it. Uh, it's a five. Okay. All right, you're in the desert, so you make his cage out of tumbleweeds, but somehow it works, and the bear is trapped forever. <laughs> okay, good. It just, um, it just doesn't know what to do with itself. It gives up. Uh, so as another part of his punishment... I'm gonna make High Priest Tim marry the bear. <laughs> Does he have to preside over his own marriage? Uh, I preside over the marriage. Oh, okay. That's very <laughs> This is not a marriage from his fake bear religion. <laughs> this is an official real marriage. <laughs> Alright, cool. So are you gonna, like, hire a musician or a photographer? Cause these things can get kind of pricey. No, it's a punishment. He doesn't get any of that. <laughs> all right, uh, roll a die. 
Okay. It's a two. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tim's family is real pissed off and acts passive aggressive for the rest of their lives. Okay. <laughs> are, are, I assume they're not stealing Bill. Are they members of the tribe? <laughs> uh, some of them. How many of them? Sorry. Uh, two guys. There, there is two brothers. Two, two brothers. They're real salty okay. about this whole bear thing. Okay. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> is salty about bear things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, so but are, is the bear and 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 high priest Tim married now? Uh, they are, but everybody's pretty upset about it. What does t- High Priest Tim like it? Because he does have that as his god, so that might be important in his false faith, really. <laughs> That's <laughs> or is he given up on that after he lost the arms <laughs> to the bear? No, High, high Priest Tim has uh, has justified his arm loss to himself because it's the only way that he doesn't go crazy. He considers it sort of a heroic sacrifice, so he's quite happy living in his own little bear-worshipping universe. Well, okay. <laughs> um, how into the bear religion are the rest of the people uh, still? Roll a die for that. Okay. <laughs> for them? Yeah. Four. Four? Uh, another one of your tribesmen is sort of intrigued, and then Tim tells him that he has to cut off his arm, and then the guy says, what if I cut off, like, the tip of my pinky? And then Tim's like, okay, that'll do. So now you have one worshiper and one guy that's kind of like a Christmas and Easter bear worshiper. I see. Uh, are that the two bros, or is these new? Are, are these new people? No, this is a new guy. His name's Dave. Dave, and he's slightly into the bear. Uh-huh. Does he believe that I exist? Uh, roll a die. <laughs> it's a five. Yeah, he's pretty confident. You did preside over the wedding. I was about to say, he, he did see me physically preside over the wedding. <laughs> In that case, I think it's time for us to leave the desert. Okay. And the bear. So, <laughs> steal, uh, uh, high priest Tim, uh, he has to stay with the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Poor high priest Tim. I'm sure he'll be starving to death promptly. Well, his bear wife should take care of him. It's a good god, after all. Are you going to let the bear out of the tumbleweed cage? No, I want to put High Priest Tim into the tumbleweed cage with the bear and meet Okay, great. And I think that's a good place to end our John's quest for now. All right. All right, so Benjamin has five tribesmen. One of which is has kind of been confirmed. I have six. Oh. The high priest Tim is still my tribesman. He's just separate from the party. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Well, that was fun. All right. Yeah, that was really fun. I think that'll that could be a good recurring segment. Yeah. Uh, it worked way better than underthinking it. I mean, it worked way worse. Underthinking it was. I perfect. think they both worked great. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Okay, so concluding thoughts on prey. Speaking of bears eating stuff. 
Yeah, there's no bears that prey, but bears do prey upon the weak. Uh huh. <laughs> That's my thoughts on it. What were what were yours? <laughs> uh, so there were a couple things about this game that I liked. I like that there's a glue cannon where you can squirt glue mm-hmm. on people, and it makes it hard to move. And you can also squirt glue on walls and then run on the glue. I thought that you can was, also just like you know. shoot it on the ground and like make walls. Like you could just like seal seal a doorway with it or a hallway or something. Yeah, that's such a cool touch. First of all, because I really like the flavor. Like, so I wanted to talk about. There's this game that was made by a Russian studio, and I don't remember anything about it except that made you made were... by what? Sorry, you cut out. Oh, it was made by a Russian studio. I don't remember okay. anything about so it except the that Witcher, you were... the Stalker. No, it was none it's of those. Witcher it was kind of Stalker. Polish. It was kind of Stalker. So it was Stalker E. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were okay. uh, on an abandoned ship in the Antarctic, and, uh, mm. and one of the weapons you could get I... was a water cannon. Is this game, yeah, Penumbra. No, it's not Penumbra. One, okay. one of the weapons you could get was a water cannon, and it was so cold that when you sprayed water on people, it just killed them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the glue kind of gives me, like, the same effect. Like, it's I just love the thought of squirting glue on people in this. In Do you this like how it universe. takes several squirts? Yeah. Like, it just, like, starts gumming them up, but they, like, still coming, and you keep gooing them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then they, they like, solidify more. Uh-huh. Oh, in, in the chip game? I don't think so. I no, think I've never played that. Game. I'm in Prey. Oh, yeah, in Prey. Yeah, so I think that's a cool touch. And I also uh, wanted to repeat Ben or something that Ben said earlier when we were playing the game about how the fact that uh, a mimic can be anything makes the experience of exploring a lot more nerve-wracking. And, like, it's it's a really interesting way to make the environment feel different than the average just, like, 3D shooter. It, it's like it makes object, you pay yeah. so much attention to, like, the subtleties of the environment when you're like, is this coffee cup going to murder? Yeah, that's a, it's a super cool, cool idea. Um, all right, so you have any uh, other so thoughts on So how do you feel – I was going to ask you, how do you feel about – like one of the most common ways for players to uh, cope with this is to just smash everything with a wrench as they run around. <laughs> I think that's Which awesome. I don't do because I I think it's lame and makes the game feel really weird when you're just <laughs> methodically going through every room, smashing everything on every well, table. Well, so I only saw a little bit of the game, but I got the impression that, like, one of the things that's going on is you're not supposed to entirely trust your perception of the world, right? Like, there are definitely other people being crazy. Maybe you're crazy, too. Um, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so I like the idea of a crazy guy just wandering around a space station hitting everything with a wrench. (laughs) I think that really adds to the flavor (laughs) Yeah, when you put it that way, like I thought it broke the flavor, but now it seems like it improves it. Yeah. Uh, I tend to just smash when I get nervous. Uh, I'll be worried something might be because if you smash something and it is one of the monsters, it like hurts it, but it also like forms into the monster, and, like it attacks you. Uh-huh. 
Uh, usually it'll just assault you when you're like coming up to it before you get to smash it. But sometimes you'll just like whack something on the ground and it'll just like be a monster. And that's always spooky. Uh, yeah, scary oh, like, monsters. Man. Just hearing, yeah, it, I think it makes sound in the game super important and interesting too because you'll hear just like things grinding around, moving or like rolling and rattling and stuff, and like flip around and be looking desperately to try and find. Something that seems out of place. Yeah. Or just ignoring it. Because it might be far away. <laughs> like. I, as long as I can't see it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just going to stay over here on this side of the desk. The scary fire monster is on the other side. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just not going to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the fire guy was really hard. Yeah. Because his fire burns through the goo. And if I don't have goo, I don't have anything. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So let's uh, take our last and final break. I think my lucky stars will I dig beautiful bars. I think my lucky stars will I dig beautiful bars. I think my lucky stars will I dig beautiful bars. I think my lucky stars will I dig beautiful bars. I think my lucky stars 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 Hello, welcome back. Uh, you've come. Hi. Hi. You've returned just in time for our uh, first or second best segment, the John's Cast asks the listener. And uh, and last week, our alleged guest Joseph asked taco or burrito, and uh, our most faithful listener and writer in her Jerome Ellsworth wrote in, of course. Come on, Jerome, give someone else a chance, you know? <laughs> his his answers are always just so good. Yeah. Uh that's true. We, that's what he really rises to the top among our yeah, among our yeah. thousands of emails every week. And uh and I'm I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to say this response the way that Jerome wrote it. Cha-lu-pa! That was his answer. That sounds like a Dragon Ball Z attack, the way you said it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going for. Well, it, it totally worked. Nice. Uh, so he's a, he's a Chalupa man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if the Chalupa exists outside the context of Taco Bell or not. Like, I kind of feel like that may be something they made up. Maybe there's a long storied history to the Chalupa, or maybe like the Chalupa is secretly something else entirely different than what uh, Taco Bell calls it. But I don't know. This isn't Retronauts, so uh... <laughs> this isn't Taco Not Retronaut Tacos. I bet there's a really good yeah. pun in there somewhere. 
I'll, I'll put it in. Taco knots. Taco knots. There you go. Great. <laughs> All right. I'm glad I helped. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my question for this week is, what is your favorite kind of light bulb? Do you like fluorescent, incandescent, soft white? What wattage? What do you think about your lighting needs, Benjamin? Wow, what a good question. Um, Thanks. Uh, so I I have a weird answer to this, I think. Uh, it's not a very direct one. And it's that I basically don't know because whenever, like, you go to Target or something and you're like, man, all the light bulbs in my entire house are burned out. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I would just, like, poach from one room to another. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... I, I would be like, man, I really need a light bulb. I'll go to the light bulb aisle. And then the light bulb aisle is like two aisles, and they have like a million types of light bulb, and I just have no idea what the other one was, because I, I have no idea what kind of light bulb to get. And I get really paralyzed and terrified of that I'm going to get a wrong one that either doesn't like fit, or it's just like a stupid kind of light bulb for that <laughs> purpose. <laughs> and uh and so my favorite kind of light bulb is the kind from CVS because that's the only place I've found that has like a small enough light bulb selection that I just like I'm like that's the kind that's shaped like the one that used to be in this. I'll just buy that one and then it works. Good answer. <laughs> So the kind from CVS where they don't have way too many choices. <laughs> I really like that. Cool. Uh, so, listeners, uh, I'm sure you're eager to, eager to tell us all about your light bulb experiences. Uh, so please do that at johnscast at gmail.com. That's J-A-W-N-Z-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. And be like your best buddy, Jerome Ellsworth. Uh, Benjamin. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you too could rise to the top. You could. Uh, and and have your answer on here. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Zach, what type of light bulb do you prefer? Uh, I think that LED light bulbs are sweet. Even when they're, like, really piercing your eyes when you're, like, trying to read in bed? Yes. Basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Basically, I want my whole house to look like a really tricked-out gaming rig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going like, for. So you want your house to have, like, a clear window? <laughs> I guess most houses have a clear window. Uh, you know, I, So you can see the inside of your house? I want my Johns to have a clear window. I want my house to have a clear window. <laughs> That's what, yeah, that, yeah, no. that's an angle we haven't explored. Windowed Johns are the gaming rigs of Johns. I think we literally have explored this on the podcast. Oh, I'm so glad. That means that we don't have to talk about it anymore. Thank <laughs> <laughs> I think we explored this like last month. Uh, <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so Benjamin. <laughs> I heard you have a review for us again. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's that? Uh, well, I was tempted to go for eating on a podcast in the last minute switch. 
Boy, that would that would be a little bit passive aggressive. Um, but I decided <laughs> that I'll go with my initial uh, my initial reaction, which was uh, the X Men <laughs> franchise character Archangel. <laughs> Thanks, Benjamin. <laughs> uh, so. So what is the first category? I'm adult. Uh, uh, the first category is graphics. Okay, so uh, you know, I guess it depends on who's drawing him, but uh, Archangel always has a weird look because he's, mm-hmm. he's like angel, but like blue, mm-hmm. uh, but with like the metal wings, um, and he wears like all purple. To offset his blue skin, mm-hmm. uh, with like maroon or something, uh, like striping, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he's got the head sock, and anybody that wears the head sock gets a 10 out of 10 <laughs> in my book. All right, so, all right. uh, Excellent. graphics, head sock, 10 out of 10. Also, <laughs> he's right, 3D whenever <laughs> you have a 3D sculpture of him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Very good. Uh, all right, gameplay. Gameplay. So uh, he's a much better fighter than and better X Men than Angel, uh-huh. even if he's evil. Because Angel's superpower is having giant wings so that he can fly, but so does like everybody else besides Wolverine. And so his real job is just to like carry Wolverine around. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but he also has hollow bones uh-huh. and that is really bad so i would say his gameplay is substantially higher than a regular angels because he can like throw knives out of his wings for some reason mm-hmm. and his skin is blue uh-huh. so i'm going with like a four okay uh, sound design uh he's like an irritating rich guy like his voice is probably annoying i'm giving it a two okay and replayability I mean, you always keep coming back for more with Archangel. I think he's, like, kind of getting popular again, and he's, like, a 90s boy, so, like, that's weird. Uh, or maybe he's a, older than that. I don't know. But, yeah, he's a, a high replayability. We'll give him an 8. Okay. Overall? Overall, let's do a 6.5. Okay. How about you, man? Your graphics? Uh, my graphics. All right, as you as you said, he is 3D, so I have to give him points for that. But I I don't know. You you like this color scheme, but it's just so blue, and all, all the other <laughs> X Men are blue too. He just doesn't stand out, you know. That's Wolverine isn't blue. And, and, well, he does in that his skin is blue. Yeah, he's one of like. Only, like, six X-Men that have blue skin. <laughs> well, I mean, like, his uh, his mask is blue when he's wearing the yellow outfit. It's a head sock. Yeah. His... <laughs> anyway, one of ten. Pissed off. Uh, okay. All right. Gameplay. Uh, you know, I had an action figure of him when I was a kid, and he didn't do anything. So, again, oh. one of ten. Pissed off. It didn't, it didn't throw... Like knives, mm-hmm. or have like a ring string back attachment so you could fly them around. Uh, I probably lost whatever uh, missiles he was supposed to have or whatever. <laughs> uh, cute story though that my brothers like to tell about me. So, uh, so there was a Professor X toy that went with the X Men uh-huh. cartoon, 
you know, he was Professor X, so he was in a wheelchair, and uh, mm-hmm. and somebody gave it to me, and then I played with it for a while and said, this toy doesn't have enough action for me. <laughs> uh, which is probably true. Yeah, probably. Uh, and that, it was really more of just a figure, mm-hmm. um, I guess. <laughs> and that's why I'm a horrible person today. It all started with Professor X toys. <laughs> How old were you, you think, when that when that incident transpired? Oh, let's say seven. <laughs> I was going to go 14. Uh, no, but to... <laughs> So you're like first grade or something, yeah, something like that. Like that. Your yeah, that seems right. <laughs> um, all right. Sound design, never heard him talk, zero. And uh, replayability, he just won't go away. So 10 of 10. <laughs> so uh, what's your overall? What does that average out to? Uh, I think that over- averages out to a two and a half, if I remember my math yeah, right. I was say, it's got to be really low with the weird <laughs> offsetting 10 last second. Uh-huh. All right. So that was certainly an episode of the Johns cast. I hope you all enjoyed somehow. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'll, I'll say it was definitely really fun for me yeah. <laughs> to play John's Quest. I hope it was fun for you to listen to. Mm-hmm. If you liked John's Quest or hated it or whatever, rate us five stars on iTunes. Like, you can subscribe. You could download repeatedly. You could tell your friends how cool it is, even if that's a lie. And you could drop us a uh, line. JN, or sorry. <laughs> Jamsport at gmail.com. That's that's not, uh, I mean, you can drop them a line, maybe. Like, who knows what you'll get. And uh, if you tell them about us, like, maybe they'll start listening. So that'd be cool, too. They might give you a cool backpack. Um, Yeah, you could hold your Johns in it. Uh, All right, so uh, our email is johnscast at gmail.com. J-W-N-Z at gmail. I need to go to bed. Johnscast at gmail.com. Yeah, I spell it like we spell the podcast. Um, yeah. You can you can look at whatever device you're listening on. on yeah, computer. Boy, apparently I need that also. Okay, good night. Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Oh, my God.